0: Our lives, our strength, our time Thank you for coming back and checking us out yet again Um, We're on episode 49 Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to do something special for episode 50, I think Not that this one isn't special Um, But yeah, I wanted to... chit chat with our guest tonight because i sort of started seeing her post on social media and in different places and she's super hella funny and a badass athlete and i thought it would be really interesting to find out a little more about her so i'm going to let her introduce herself to you and then we will get started hey y'all i am jarvina route and who are you and what do you do jarvina
1: Uh, Who am I? I am a lovely housewife. No, I compete in uh, (laughs) Scottish Highland Games and Mm -hmm. I also do Strongman and um, just a list of activities. Uh, But my primary uh, activity is Highland Games.
0: Well, this is exciting because I do believe that you are the first Highland Games athlete that we have had on the podcast. Woohoo! So I'm really excited to hear. (laughs) I'm really excited to hear more about that. Um, So I guess the the first thing I want to start out with is how did you find the Highland Games or did it find you?
1: It found me, definitely. Um, Mm -hmm. My husband's best friend is Scottish, so he it's been going to the festivals for years. And mm-hmm. he was looking at the athletes. And so he called up my husband and he was like, Hey, didn't your wife throw in college, which was like, years prior, you know, like, I mean, it's been a minute. And so mm-hmm. my husband was like, Hey, you should get out there. And I was like, I don't know, because, you know, it's been a while, my body was different. Mm-hmm. Um And not only that, it's Scottish Highland games. So like, when I looked at the sport, I didn't see any other people of color you know oh, so i, I can I was just see yeah so i was a, a little bit nervous but um my husband was really encouraging because i, I guess i talked about track and field a lot because mm-hmm. <laughs> he pointed that out and he was like since we got together like that's all you talked about was throwing so mm-hmm. you know go back to your passion so um yeah i i started training um And it was probably like two months where I got a few practices in and then I competed in my first competition Mm -hmm. and it blew me away. Mm -hmm. The crowd was so involved. Like when we took our break, I went out to, you know, grab some lunch in the festival because we're kind of like part of the festival, you know, Mm -hmm. so we don't really interact with everyone. So as I'm like getting lunch people are approaching me like, hey, I saw you out there and like, great Mm -hmm. job. Like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. I was like, what? (laughs) This is crazy. You know, so um, it was just like a really uh, like uh, open and welcoming community of people. So that's Mm -hmm. what kept me going back.
0: Awesome. So I want to back up a little bit before we dig a little deeper into um, the Highland Games. So you mentioned that you um, were a thrower in college. And for those of people that don't know what exactly is that we know it's part of track and field but what is throwing
1: so throwing is usually associated with like the bigger stronger athletes that you see out on the track you know Mm -hmm. so it's like um shot put discus hammer javelin
0: yeah and i oh go ahead I, I was just going to no, ask what I, your specialty was. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I threw hammer and discus. Like, I had to do all the throws if it was, like, okay. a meet for points, like, conference. But yeah, um, primarily, like, you know, my bread and butter is hammer and discus.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And you grew up in Southern California?
1: Yes. Compets. Okay,
0: awesome, awesome, yep. okay. And then you went, did you where, Did you go to college in Southern Cal as well?
1: Yeah, I stayed um, pretty close. Um uh-huh. I became a mom uh, right out of high school. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So um, I stay close. I actually went to Cal State Long Beach. Did and, you? Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. I went to UC Santa Barbara for undergrad, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time down in Long Beach. Child. We'll right. talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so prior to um, college and you know, getting into track and field, Tell me a little bit about like what as you were growing up, sort of what your relationship was like with 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 your body um, and, and kind of how you saw yourself. I know for a lot of strength athletes, I've found that a lot of them sort of find them find their way to their particular sport from kind of taking a journey to lose weight or to, you know, do whatever kind of things that, you know, they tell us that black women do have to do to look a certain way when we're younger. So I'm always curious when I talk to people like what what was that experience like for you? Did you play? Were you more of an athletic kid and you played sports all the way through? Or what what did that experience look like? Actually, I've
1: always been involved with sports growing Mm up. um, My family wasn't, you know, super poor and you know, but it's we we had enough to feel like we had enough do you know what right. I mean mm-hmm. you know um but my mom always kept us involved like walking to the park like I've been playing mm-hmm. sports or being in cheer since I was four mm-hmm. and that was her way of keeping us occupied so we didn't get in trouble
0: right right yeah
1: right um but being the youngest of seven growing up oh wow know, yeah <laughs> there's a lot of us so yeah um we're all great athletes you know so my okay yeah my brother was like the fastest in the in the district and my Mm -hmm. sister was an amazing hurdler and long jumper and high jumper Mm -hmm. and they're three and four years older than me so you know yeah so as i'm coming up people are like oh little mclean you know you're gonna be like your brother and your sister and that was so annoying. So for a while, I kind of like just went with it, yeah. you know? Yeah. But when I got to high school, I was like kind of like a little rebel. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of it, you know? And I went out for track and everyone was like, oh, are you going to hurdle like your sister? Are you going to be fast like your brother? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? what? What are those bigger girls doing? I'm about to go over there and do my own thing. <laughs> right. Making a for yourself. You're getting on my left. Yeah, exactly. So I went over there just you know, to have my own thing and to stay active and mm-hmm. have something to motivate me to make grades. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I fell in love with throwing, surprisingly. It was wow. uh, just something that was, um, I don't, it was like something else. Like, you know, everyone uh, has their like go-to to let right. out, you know, frustrations and whatever. Like throwing was mine when I discovered mm-hmm. it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's you awesome. Know. So you found that passion pretty early on. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's yeah, great.
0: Definitely. So, um, let's, let's, let's go back then a little bit to what are the Highland Games? Tell us all about it. What is it? What, what do you do? Like, what are the different, um, you know, sport, not sports involved, but, uh. The involved. events. Yes. Events yeah. involved. It's been a long day, girl. Sorry. Um, tell us all about it.
1: Um, well, uh I can go on and on forever about it, but just the, <laughs> all the, time the quick story. Yeah, but the quick story that I usually get people to break it down is um, the events that you see in track and field
0: mm-hmm. were
1: inspired by Highland Games. Okay. So the shot put, we do a stone put in mm-hmm. um, Highland Games. Mm-hmm. So instead of throwing an actual shot put here in the States, we throw uh, the traditional like stones. So mm. each event we go to, uh, we're not throwing the same stone, it, you know, so that makes it even more challenging. So you have to adapt okay. to whatever rock they give you. Mm. So it's um, a Braemar stone, which is just a stand throw. You can't have uh-huh. like a run-up approach. You just stand and throw it. Um, and then the open stone um, is a lighter stone, and you can use an approach. Like you see the Olympians do like a glide or a spin right. or even like a little shuffle. Like mm-hmm. you can have an approach to it. Um mm-hmm. And for the women we throw, Braemar can be anywhere between 12 to 16 pounds and wow. open stone is anywhere between eight to 11. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the heavy and lightweight for distance, mm-hmm. um, you can compare it to the discus technique. Okay. So we
0: spin That's twice. That's the one where you kind of spin around, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, we spin twice and then release it kind of like um, the way you release a discus but yes. this thing looks like a, a mini olympic hammer so wow. there's a, a weight at the end and a smaller chain with a handle mm-hmm. and the heavy weight for women is 28 pounds and the lightweight is 14.
0: wow so that doesn't seem light <laughs> it, it doesn't and it, especially it, when you're trying to get momentum and, and throw exactly. it a distance Woo, <laughs> wow yeah I can't yeah. even imagine. So are there, aside from sort of the throwing events, are there other events in the Highland Games that you do or don't do, or is that pretty much the, the gist of it?
1: Uh, yeah, we do all nine events. So the two stones, two weights, hammer. Um, we do sheaf, which is a pitchfork, and we have to fling uh, oh. like a bell of hay over wow. a bar. Yeah, so oh. it keeps on going up, kind of like you see high jump or pole vault. yeah. Yeah, and we do a weight over bar, which you've probably seen in Strongman. hmm Cause they usually like mix that in there too if it's a Highlander. So oh, the women okay. we take the same heavyweight, twenty eight pound, and we fling it over this bar and the height keeps going up and up. And then of right. course what everyone loves to see and one of the most famous events in Highland Games is the caber, which is basically a tree trunk. That you have to oh, pick and flip. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. That is amazing. So, do you typically, like, as if a person participates in this sport, do they, like, you said that you have to do all nine events, or do you just specialize in certain events?
1: To get an overall score, you have to um, throw at
0: least one time in each event okay I see what you're saying okay okay interesting and then I like I'm sitting here literally trying to figure out how one preps for that like do are you just throwing shit all around all the time like what do you how do you even (laughs) how do you train for that I could just imagine (laughs) stuff flying past me in the house like how do you train for that um
1: I mean, if you want to compete at a certain level, it's Mm -hmm. a lot of work. It's a lot of Mm -hmm. work and a lot of dedication. Um, Of course, lifting, um, that's just a given. Right. Um, Now, when you
0: say lifting, do you do kind of the traditional big three, like not big three, but, you know, big three lifts? Or do you like, does does that translate into strength for your specific sport? Or do you do other kinds of lifting? Like, what do you what is your training typically consist of?
1: Uh, I would say my main training is focused on strongman. Okay. But okay. we do everything. I train out of East Coast, West Coast, which mm-hmm. is um, in Costa Mesa under um, my coach. His name is Scott Brangle. Okay. And uh, he he's just very knowledgeable of knowing like, okay, you're training strongman, but I know you have to do these lifts to be explosive. Right. You know, so um, I do a mixture of everything. And, Mm -hmm. you know, training for strongman, if I'm doing axle cleans you know, I'm still getting that explosive movement in. I'm doing stones, it's the same thing. You know, it's a lot Mm -hmm. of a triple extension, what I do use, you know, for uh, caber and uh, Mm -hmm. weight over bar, you know, so a lot of things just transfer over.
0: Now, do you compete separately in Strongman as well? Or do you mainly just compete in the Highland Games?
1: Uh, Strongman, I'm still a, a, a baby. Oh, oh. Like, yeah.
0: Aww.
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay, a baby. Okay. And I mm-hmm. yeah, um, so I'm still kind of in no man's land as far as uh, where I fall because um, I'm a smaller lifter. Okay. Um, smaller, strong woman. So mm-hmm. I competed as lightweight, and my, well, actually, my coach. That's why you need to listen to your coach. My coach didn't agree with me to go that route, yes. <laughs> but he, he was, yeah, and he he was just like, you know, um, it, it's hard because in Highland Games, I am a lightweight thrower, which is one fifty and under, okay. but strong man, you know, lightweight is one forty and under. So I'm five oh. nine
0: oh Even, okay
1: okay yeah my build is just a little bit different like yeah I always say thanks mom you know <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just kind of shaped like olive oil I mean not well, that skinny say, but but
0: you've got like long limbs that seems like that would be really good for throwing stuff
1: oh yeah definitely in throwing but in strongman it's like oh you're kind of you know in yeah. between as far mm-hmm. as being like lightweight and middleweight but mm-hmm. um you know, uh, his his training though has progressed me so far within this past year, it's like crazy. Oh, wow, it, it, okay, yeah. So, I, I feel like once I, I find my groove and mm-hmm. stop worrying about the scale, ladies, stop caring about the damn scale, girl, just... repeat it, <laughs>
0: rinse, lather, repeat. Oh,
1: you my know, gosh, oh, so important. I, you know, it. It's just one of those things that. Well, let me let me fun. ask
0: you this because um, it sounds like uh, the Highland Games, much like a lot of other strength sports, are weight class sports. So how do you balance that that that? Um, how do you maintain that balance between you know focusing on just being as strong as you can and and you know eating or doing things in a way to support that, but also be. Being mindful of you know a particular weight class if you decide you want to stay in one versus the other like how do you balance that out?
1: Um, you know what's funny is that just recently because I've I've only been training at East Coast West Coast for like a little over a year now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I've gained so much muscle in this past year and like today I was kind of like seeing where I'm at and I text my husband I was like. I'm looking at my body like, where where is this weight going to come from? You know, because before, right. if I'm getting ready for a lightweight competition, the Highland Games, I'm walking around at 153, 155. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, and that's what I tell people, like, if, if you're going to compete and it's, you know, you're going for a lighter weight class to do whatever, like, make sure it, it's in a, a attainable spot, you know, right. you don't want to do stuff when you're feeling miserable to do it, yeah. you know, yeah. cause then that's going to take away your love for the sport and, and for right. what you're doing. And, and your I imagine
0: you sacrifice some strength too, if you are trying to get like significantly lower than where you are. I mean, you know, I, I definitely could see that happening and, you know, I've heard a lot of power lifters tell me that and, you know, other people too. So I'm imagining it would be the same, um, for, for what you do as well.
1: Exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, this year, uh, I noticed that, uh, like, my first competition was in February. And so, you know, I was right there. It was after the holidays. So, you know, yeah. everyone kind of just splurges. So I was like, right. hey, I got some extra weight, lost it. You know, it was fine. And I was mm-hmm. where I usually am. You know, like, right on the money. Yeah. Um, but I realized, you know, just visually, because like, I don't always step on the scale. I just, like, look in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, okay, right. I see, you know, where my body is. Yeah. But visually, mm-hmm. I'm looking at my body, and I'm like you know, I'd I'd rather keep going up. Like, I just want to get stronger. Mm. I want muscles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I want to, you know, um, do whatever I fall in and I can just be comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a couple of lightweight competitions coming up, but as far as where my training and and where it's taking me, um, I'm most likely going to end up retiring this year as a lightweight and just carry on in the women's a and elite class. Cause I go back and forth to both. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. That's awesome. Um, you don't often hear that. I love that. Um, so you, you mentioned this a little bit at the top of the podcast, but, um, from, you know, the, I, I have seen, I think maybe a couple of times seen Highland games or whatever. There ain't really a lot of us out there. um, how did you find that transition as you started competing? And, you know, like you mentioned going to these events and there's like, I don't know, one, two, you know, four people or whatever. Um, what was that experience like for you or how has that experience been for you?
1: It's been something that I'm kind of used to. I grew oh, okay. up in a small city. Yeah, I, I grew up in a small city. um Peak River, it's like next okay. to here, Montebello area, yep. if you're familiar I know with exactly Southern California. That is. Yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was not born there, but I we moved there when I was like four months old. Yeah. So yeah. I've always been even since I was little, and it's just thinking about it with my son, it kinda of makes me a little bit emotional. Um, yeah, which is why I'm, I was yeah. so picky of where I wanted to raise my son. Yeah. Because I didn't have any diversity. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like there, there was a joke, like if, if if you had a black kid in your class, it was most likely a McLean. Because we were <laughs> like- probably one what? of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like one of the only, yeah. uh, you know, black families in that city. So it was mm-hmm. just very interesting. Like, you know, uh, going through our yearbooks or if there's like a, a, a sport group picture or, right. you know, I was in band. Uh, my family will always joke like, "Oh, where's Chavina?" <laughs> right, <laughs> you exactly, exactly. You know, little choc, little chocolate drop right in there. Got so, the um, it, yeah. So it's it's kind of the same approach. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's. I, it, I wouldn't say it's a guard. I, I say it's more of being aware of my surroundings. Yeah. And, and I'm like a, a one strike and you're out type of person. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I don't really like go for anyone's ignorance or, or yeah. BS. And I've rarely gotten any of that. But I'm I, like, sh- look, you, you ain't about uh, to be throwing
0: nothing at me. Shit, I ain't uh, saying nothing to you either. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. It's,
0: you know. That would not be smart. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? Um, what do you what do you think? Like, let's say there's you know folks out there that are like, oh, this sounds really interesting. But again, like you know maybe me or someone else they've you know seen you know pictures or seen you know previous events and are like there are no black people there. Like, what advice would you give someone that was interested in trying out this sport? Like, if it was a you know a little young woman or a black girl or whatever, a black woman, like what advice would you give them?
1: Do it. You know why? Because growing up, I've been told so many times that this wasn't for me because black people don't do that.
0: Mm, Women mm -hmm. don't
1: do that. You Mm -hmm. know, and and I feel like there's so many missed opportunities. And I also understand where it's coming from. You know, if if you don't see it, you can't do it. You know, like if you don't see someone who looks you're not going to be persuaded to go and do it. But exactly. Exactly. I think that's why it's so important for for me being out there and having a good time and throwing. At my last competition at the Queen Mary this February, mm-hmm. um, uh, a mom came up to me and I was like, "Oh, I got excited because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, a black black mom came walking up with her daughter and." she was like, my daughter was so excited to see you out here. Mm -hmm. And I was in the middle of throwing and I like got teary eyed and she was like, can she get a picture with you? And I was like, Oh Oh my gosh. gosh, Yes. You know? So I just feel like, so what, what would have happened if I wasn't out there, you know, like, would she not have been as excited or motivated or, you know, uh, feeling like she belongs on the field too? Because I feel Mm -hmm. like you belong where you want to be. If you want to be, um, you know, a Highland Games thrower, if you want to be uh, a, a, a what, what do you call that, those ski jumpers, whatever, right. you know, like, if you don't see yourself represented, go and represent yourself. So right. then others will see you out there and be inspired by what you're doing. Right, right. I just don't I hear you. I, I get, I just get really um, upset when yeah. when people feel like, you know, they're excluded from something.
0: Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm well you are I mean you're paving the way so that's you know that's why I wanted to talk to you so badly um so and also in in that same vein that being said like how would someone even get started like I wake up tomorrow and I'm like you know what this seems really cool I want to try this like are there you know gyms everywhere or like how do you even get started on the pathway
1: Uh, social media. So there's, uh, I mean, like you, you know, if you were to send me a message, I would Mm -hmm. look in your area and find a practice group or hit up somebody that I know in your area. So then they'll reach out to you and Mm -hmm. you can go and practice with them. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like official, it's literally like just a gathering at the park and you just see these people throwing stuff,
0: right. and it's right. actually
1: pretty hilarious, you know. And if, if it's someone it, who
0: maybe doesn't have a track and field background or, you know, wouldn't consider themselves to be athletic, would would it, would this be a sport that has a pretty low barrier to entry or would they kind of need to get into something else first and then transition over?
1: Oh, no, no, definitely. Like, we would have people, it, even if you never touched an implement, you know, mm-hmm. throw on a kilt and, you know, we'll let you borrow a kilt and get out here. Right. That's what I love about Highland Games. Everyone is uh, um, really welcoming. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've had women before who came onto the field and they're just like, oh, well, I practiced this and that, but I haven't touched this event. And we're like, you know what? We got you. Even right. though we're competing against each other, Yeah. Uh, we, we help each other.
0: Like, mm-hmm. I full
1: on just coach people right then and there in the competition. And it, it's something that I received and it's just kind of like, you know, keeps the tradition going. And right. it's, it's just the, the most like uplifting sport that I've done with other women. Cause in track yeah. and field, your own teammates is kind of rooting against you. Cause right. remember, you know, they're competing against you too. Right. But Highland Games, it's, it's it's so much more relaxed. yeah, And uh, you, you feel the support and mm-hmm. also people are cheering for you to, you know, Get that personal best, and yeah, you know, or just get out there and try. Just yeah. being on the field, and I always tell the girls that when you know if they're feeling down about their throws, or you know if it's a, a mixed class, so the women's A class, um you know, it's the more advanced women. Sometimes mm-hmm. they combine us, and so okay. the other women from like the you know C and up class, they kind of like say little remarks trying to be funny, and I like have to check them because right. you know you can't if you're comparing yourself to the next person you're never going to focus on you and getting better oh yeah you know yeah. and also having fun with it yeah so I mean there there's people throwing you know super far and there's people throwing half of that but mm-hmm. you know you're on the field the crowd's watching you you yeah. know <laughs> so uh, I would say even if you have no experience if you feel like you're non-athletic this mm-hmm. can be your outlet.
0: This can be, awesome.
1: you know, there's a couple of women that I met who said, uh, you know, I wasn't sure about this, but now mm-hmm. like it's changed my life because I'm motivated to work out and
0: get right. healthier. You know, that's so awesome. That, yeah. Um, so how does, so on the competitive level, Um. like what does that progression look like? So do you do like, are there local sort of meets or regional competitions or in like what's the, you know, is there the Highland Games, like the one that's the granddaddy of them all? Like how, do, how does that, how does that, how do you progress through the ranks as you compete in um, Highland Games? Well, after each
1: competition, our, our scores are entered into a, a, a database with mm-hmm. all of our marks. And Mm so, you know, the higher the mark, the more points you get. And so all those points, kind of like decathlon scoring. Yeah. And so then you can see, like, the rankings in the women's A class or the women's uh, lightweight class, you know, and so Mm -hmm. on and so on. Um, And towards, you know, the end of the year, it's probably, like, September-ish, they'll Mm -hmm. have, like, the Women's World Championship, which is, like, the top 10 elite women. Mm -hmm. Um, I competed in the lightweight nationals last year, which was uh, the top – it was top nine uh, mm-hmm. American women, and there was one woman from Canada. Okay. You know, so they just go off the rankings.
0: Okay. And is that the the national, is that, like, the largest one, or is there something, like, that everyone's kind of striving the, to get to?
1: Everyone's kind of striving to get to the women's um,
0: world championship. So that's, like, the top of the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then does that, where where is that located? Does it change locations every year? Or is it always in one place? It changes um, mm-hmm.
1: every year. And the women are still coming up as far as like getting sponsors and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, having everything covered. Yeah. Uh, we're, we still don't have an official pro class. Okay. So if we that was my if we question. go to a competition that that pays, um, we can still compete at another show as an amateur. But for right. men, once you become a pro, you're a pro. You
0: oh, can't go okay. to an amateur show. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And then so the cute little uh, kilts y'all wear is that like required or do you like is there like different you know things that people typically wear to compete.
1: Yeah, kilt is um, required. So if somebody comes out, like I said, and they don't have a kilt, most mm-hmm. likely somebody would let them borrow one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's required. Some competitions are even more strict where they require the kilt hoses, meaning like the, the knee-high socks. Right. And flashes.
0: Oh, what are flashes?
1: Flashes are like, um, let see how I can explain it. It's, it's gonna be the same pattern as my kilt like the same tartan, but it's like these little uh, material uh, sashes on the side of my socks.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Okay. Very cool. And then, so like, let's say you're, you know, you're getting ready for an upcoming competition. What, what does like, you know, a week of training look like for you?
1: A week of training is going to be, um, like, do you train every day
0: or kind of what, what does that split look
1: like? Yeah. Well, if it's like it, like right now, I'm a month out, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm still training every day. So, okay. yeah, I have my three days with my strength coach, my two days mm-hmm. off. Um, I try to do drills um, and like some uh, throws, like light mm-hmm. throws, and mm-hmm. you know during the week, and then either on Saturday or Sunday, I try to get out with the practice group and mm-hmm. get, like, some full-on throws in all of the events.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it, it, gets, it gets a little difficult, you know, because
0: being a mama and... I was going to say, and how <laughs> on earth do you balance that? Like, I can't, you know, jeez. I mean, how do you balance that with all the other stuff that, you know, you have going on in your life?
1: Uh, sometimes I, I don't even know. Like, i was- <laughs> You know, I can do it right now because I'm kind of, you know, young-ish. Yeah. In the sport, um, but like today, it was like, all right, drop off my son at school. Okay, go get mm-hmm. your workout in really quick. All right, mm-hmm. chiropractor's appointment. All right, get mm-hmm. your kid. You know, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a lot. But um, how old are
0: your kids?
1: Um, I just have one son, and he's gonna oh, okay. be yeah, he's gonna be 13 next month. Good lord.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yes. All oh, the Which, uh, attitude.
0: Oh, sis, listen, I got a 15 year old. I am right there with you. Oh, <laughs> and it does not get better. <laughs> so I know. I was just like,
1: oh my goodness. That yeah. was another thing I was like rushing because uh, I, I was dropping off a, a friend's daughter. Mm-hmm. And he was just not having it. Like, and I was like, oh, so I know you're happy that you're the only child, you know, right, that that worked right. out for you because yeah. he was just like, I want to go home. I'm thirsty. I'm this. I'm that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> old God. man, hold up. That is slow your life. roll, <laughs> you know, and then when to have an attitude because I brought us some missing assignments. Like, boy, <sighs> yes, oh. but so that's and this all. is
0: why we need these outlets to to lift and throw heavy things, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, and, and so speaking of that, like, and I know you've mentioned, um, you know, you kind of come from an athletic family. So, but outside of that, how have people, you know, friends and, you know, maybe acquaintances, whatever, how do they react to, you know, what it is that you do, it, you know. I think it's one thing to say, oh, you know, I, I work out or I go to CrossFit because people kind of know a little bit more about that. But when you, you know, tell them that, you know, you are an Highland Games athlete or you're a thrower, like, do you get a blank stare? Like, how do people typically receive that, especially as a black woman?
1: Oh, uh, well. There's, you know, from my aunts, I still get that like, aren't you scared of messing up your lady parts? Right, what? your uterus is gonna fall out, girl. I was like, what? Oh my gosh! Like that's, oh, oh my goodness, Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I still, I still get that, and I have to like kind of walk away from it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've always been like a little bit cray cray and doing my own thing, <laughs> doing, doing exactly what I want to do. They're just right. like, oh, well, that's, that's just Javina. She's just yeah. doing her, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it been received really well. Like they there's really proud and, mm-hmm. you know, a, a couple of my aunts have, have laid off of, of my lady parts falling that's out. Good. <laughs>
0: fine. thank you very much yeah i was
1: like if he and then i tried to even scientifically explain it to him oh, and i was girl, like you know you i'm can't.
0: just I, I you can't. can't explain that to an auntie they don't care yeah. about no science
1: no
0: <laughs> they do not care um so i also wanted to find out a little bit about you know you mentioned that you know you're just sort of like not focused on the scale and all of that good stuff. Um, do you have like a certain way that you, you know, eat to kind of prepare? Do you just kind of eat whatever, or do you follow like a specific plan, things like that? Like how do you, um, you know, nutritionally kind of prep yourself for this? It's taken me
1: like a a good year to just kind of realize, you know, what my body responds to. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't follow, a any, uh, diet or anything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I just eat a ton of protein and, Mm -hmm. um, kind of plan out my carbs around my workouts when I'm like prepping for uh, a lightweight competition. Other than that, um, I love food, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like, you know, food is, um, Life for me, <laughs> like, yes. I like I love to eat, you know, yeah. and I I love to to just have experiences. I love baseball too, you know. So like, mm-hmm. if I'm in the middle of even prepping for a competition, but if I go to an Angels game, I'm eating whatever the heck I want. Because I know that's right. <laughs> it, you know, because it, it like don't don't let that like neglect your experiences. Like, right? What am I gonna? You know, like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna sit there bitter. You know, right? At, at a baseball game because I can't eat it and you yeah. know ruin everyone else's time. Like no, right. I can enjoy exactly. myself so we all can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, just high protein um, mm-hmm. and I, I carb up especially like Strongman Saturdays so when I can yeah. get there. Uh, I eat whatever I want in the morning because it's a yeah. long day. of training. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I can
0: imagine. Yeah. So. Kind of on that same vein, um, you know, I think one of the things that, you know, one of the great things about social media, like I said, is that, you know, there is more visibility for, for, you know, women that look like, you know, to see women that look like them doing really cool stuff and being athletic and, you know, lifting heavy weights for the hell of it and and throwing things around and all of that. Um, One of the sort of not so great things about, I think, social media is that I think, I know I've become more hyper aware of that pressure to conform to a certain look, right? Like I said, most of these sports, you know, when you see the quote unquote faces of those sports, they are not people that look like us. And they're definitely not women that look like us. So how do you like, how has that affected you? And how do you like, have you been able to kind of manage that? pressure or that perceived pressure that, you know, oh, well, you know, so-and-so looks like this, or, you know, this person's a power lifter and she, you know, weighs this much, but she lifts this much. So I got to kind of do that. Like, do you have, have you had those same experiences?
1: Um, I've, I mean, I've, I've had those feelings, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't like I originally felt that way. It was kind right. of like projected on me.
0: Exactly. And then I have to kind of
1: like check myself, you know, like yeah. um, uh, because I, I've i you know, I'm thirty two years old, I'll come to terms like this is the body that I have and this is the body right. I'm working with, you know. That's right, I, right, yeah. That, <laughs> that was one of the first things I told my coach was like, This is how much I weigh, this is you know, this is it, this is what we're working mm-hmm. with, you know, get me mm-hmm. stronger, that's it. Right. Um But you know, there's a couple of times where it's it's like, oh, you know, you yeah, you got you got a small booty for a black girl or you know like mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. you're you're very you're small for this or you're you're small right. for that. That that's right. kind of what bugs me and like yeah. You know, I I it'd be nice to, you know, look a certain way or whatever, right. but I mean, you know, I, I love my body and I I love what it can do, you mm-hmm, know. I have mm-hmm. given birth to a child. Like my body Listen, is amazing. It's yeah. Yes it is. <laughs> <You know? laughs> You know, uh, and, and that's one of the big reasons why I don't post about like, um, like cutting or yeah. you know, trying to yeah. come down to it because it for people who don't know the knowledge of what I'm doing, like that, mm-hmm. that will be like unrealistic for them, you know, like right exactly, or you know, it uh, I try my best and I really hope. That mm-hmm. my, my social media comes off that way, that right. I'm just working with what I got, you know, like, yeah. um, a, as long as you're happy and you're healthy, mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that's all that should matter to you. And yeah. that's like what I try to preach to everyone. And like um, when, when people go that route where it's like, oh, well, you know, you have this or, you, you know, I'm just like, right. well, girl, you got this, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. That comparison yeah, but, thing
0: will kill you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly,
1: you can nitpick all day, you know, Mm -hmm. like, uh, I I was talking to to Courtney about that, uh, Mm -hmm. because, you know, um, she got rid of the implants, I was like, physically and, Mm -hmm. you know, making her sick, and and Mm -hmm. she was thriving for this, and I was like, you inspired me, but the other way, because I, like, went from, I went from nothing to, like, double D's from, (gasps) like, eighth to ninth grade, you know, like... So my like, since I've like developed like you know mm-hmm. right after puberty like I hate my size of like I've mm-hmm. always wanted smaller ones and like up until a few months ago, I always like said it when I get a break or I get you know like when right. I can't find time to do it like I want to get my boobs smaller mm-hmm. and now I'm kind of like. Why am I going to, you know, like, I don't have back issues. It's not right. affecting anything right. else that I'm doing. I'm doing it right. for the aesthetic. I'm doing it for a look because, you know, the rest of me, small, you know. Right. So like athletes are supposed right. to look like. <laughs> yeah. Like a- athletes are going to have like, you know, smaller and they're going to be like more, t- you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it it gave me a quick reality check where I'm yeah. like, hold up. Like, this isn't affecting my health. This, right. this is not. um stopping me from what I'm doing training right. wise and anything or anything else. So, yeah. um, it, 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 just, it blew my mind because I was like, okay, you know, right. uh, I'm good. I, I need a yeah, I just need to check that. Yeah. But anyway, isn't, sorry. Isn't to, to interesting? No, no,
0: no. It's just, it's, and it's so interesting to me how, you know, how that happens? Like you spend you know your time wanting things to be a certain way, and then you look at someone else, and they're looking at you like, wow, you know, I wish I had that, or you know, I, I wish I went that, and you know, it's just it stopped dieting all the time when I was bodybuilding, and you know, started eating like a normal person, and lo and behold, here come these. D cups and I was like Wait, what's happening right now You're like, oh, you know okay. and it really freaked me out you know too because I had always been very small at top, and that was like my you know my athletic build like I had was like holding on to that and so when that changed it kind of messed me up because I was like well I don't do I still look like an athlete am I still an athlete can I still do athletic things you know so it's like that same tug of war with you know I mean I wasn't gonna like do anything to to to, to change it but it was just weird like now I'm like, okay, well, you know what, this is, this is the 2019 version of this body and, and you gonna get the body that you get, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yep. it's, it's really, and I'm just, I'm like, hey, you know, now, you know, I'll just fill out my sports bras a little bit more, you know, and it's, um, so yeah, it's been an interesting journey. And I, it's funny that when you said that, that resonated with me because I'm like, you know, I'm like 47, 40, you know, about to be 48. And I'm like, I am all of that. I am comfortable in my skin. And it's like, actually, I still have those days where I'm like, oh. You know, so yes, girl, uh, you yes, are like,
1: the definition. <laughs> <laughs> you're the definition of black don't crack. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank
0: you. But yeah, but it's just, you know, the, to me, this is like a lifelong and I don't want to say battle, but it's like a lifelong practice, I think, of of being comfortable and accepting who you are and where you are. And I think sometimes I forget that you know, I always think of it as a, as a destination. it's like, it's never a destination. It's always going to be this evolving process of, because your body changes, you know, as you get mm-hmm. older. So you got to kind of be able to roll with it. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, what was I going to ask you? Ask oh, um, so if you could only do one event for the rest of your life in Highland Games, which event would you do and why? Oh, oh, man,
1: that's hard. I'm asking, uh, asking
0: the hard even questions tonight.
1: Whew, that's a hard <laughs> one. So for everyone that knows me, they know I'm not going to say hammer because I hate hammers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shoot. One event that I can do for the rest of my life. Oh, my goodness. Um, shoot. It is. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think you were going to stump me, and you did.
0: Oh, I'm listen. I'm good. look. You, yes, you're
1: really good. I, I man, I think. Oh my goodness. You know what's crazy is I was gonna say, like, my bread and butter because everyone likes to watch me do like wait for distance. Okay. Um, had a couple of world records well, in that event. And usually,
0: the first thing but, you think about is the right one. So,
1: but I <laughs> went like,
0: actually. But
1: I thought about Kaber because Kaber. Mm-hmm. Like wait for distance. I I like picked it up quickly because I did right. discus. Right. But with with caber, I was actually scared of that thing for a yeah. very long time. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. practice, I like got um, drilled into the ground by one. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I saw my life flash before my eyes. So, <laughs> my <God>. uh, <laughs> but I've gone from like that, remembering that day of like mm-hmm. being squished like a bug mm-hmm. to you know, um, to being pretty good at it and the crowd gets really excited for it. So I'm going to say caber. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. That works. Um, how do you think, um, participating in Highland games, being an athlete has changed how you see yourself and that could be physically or non-physically, um, or how's it affected how you see yourself? It may not have changed. I don't know.
1: I wouldn't say, like, I don't think physically, like, I've definitely gained more confidence in Mm -hmm. just my body and what it can Uh do. Mm -hmm. Um, Because all all through college, I was told that I was too small or I had to Mm -hmm. look this way or that way. Right. Um, But in Highland Games, I, I just got this freedom to, you know, show and throw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and, like that. Oh that yeah. hey. <laughs> okay. All right. So it it it's definitely given me like more confidence and um I think a more positive outlook and mm-hmm. um and it's also given me a, a position to to lift up others around me. And I think mm-hmm. that's been like a really uh just amazing thing to me is, right. you know, the, the networking and just making friends like literally mm-hmm. around the world that, um, you know, I can just spread positivity on cause there's just so much gunk and crap that's, you know, right. going on and, and so much that we've been like conditioned to, and mm-hmm. I, I've been put in this position and a different mindset to, to have a change in that no matter how small, you know, right. cause it's. Even if it's just, you know, that one person can go to the next person or, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's that's been um, really big for me and just like pretty much life changing.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, I can see that. Um, Do you have any particular athletes that um, inspire you or you look up to whether, you know, in in the sport or sort of outside of the sport?
1: Um, Ever since... like high school, um, Michelle Carter, mm-hmm. just watching watching her on and off the field. It, and I remember um, when I was at my JC having a practice, my coach actually knew her, and mm-hmm. he said it all nonchalant, like, oh, uh, Michelle Carter's going to come get some throws in. And we were all like, what? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And so she just showed up and just, you know, just... Beautiful and athletic and just strong, you know. And so just watching her and then and her interviews and and how um she still just her Does own she still person, compete? But oh yeah. She uh oh, okay. I I mean I try to keep up on her Instagram. yeah uh, uh so I'm excited to see what she's gonna do in 2020 because seeing her get that gold, like mm-hmm. my sister still jokes because I w- I was like started screaming around like running around my house screaming on her last throw, you know, because it, right. it it takes a lot of like uh, of of mental like focus and composure mm-hmm. to do what she did, like to mm-hmm. win the Olympics on your last throw. Right. I like I was like crying and screaming, like she's just yeah, she's amazing. Um, Mm, okay, I can just gush about her all day. (laughs) (laughs) So if she's listening, I I love
0: you. We give you a shout out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll find her Insta and put it in the show notes too. So people can check her out. Um, so let's talk about recovery. Um, you know, like I said, I'm an old auntie and recovery is Probably more critical for me now than the actual training I do as a power lifter. Um, what are what are some things that you do to recover and kind of restore your body from your workouts and your training?
1: I do nothing. If that makes any uh, sense, uh, uh, like I, I let I, me
0: cut your mic off.
1: What? <laughs> no, I meant like no, like I like I have to like oh, you force myself do to okay. do anything. Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: I was like, that is not the message I wanted to send. No, 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 no. no.
1: <laughs> okay, I got no. You. Like, you rest. <laughs> I, I have to like force myself to just stop. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I get it from my mom. My mom's not, mm-hmm. you know, into sports or working out, but my mom, like, she would just be on the go. She helps yeah. everyone, it, even if she That's doesn't know. What like, we do That's yeah, what women do. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah. So. I just, like, have to force myself to be like, it, it, even if you don't work out today, you know, well, that's not going to affect you negatively. Yeah. If you do, that will. You're, you right, know. Right. Yeah. But so
0: I do, you get rest.
1: I get rest. Um, I am a, a huge fan of um, going to a chiropractor, athletic yes. trainer, whatever. Get massages. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not... A luxury, you know, like to get yeah. massages. Like yeah. I get it; it can be expensive if insurance doesn't cover it or whatever. I understand that, but yeah. but so can recovering from an injury. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Thank you. So it's oh like, my goodness! Yes, I, that's. I had to explain this to somebody. I was like, "Listen, I could, I could do it on this end. I could spend the money on this end, or I could spend it on the back end on painkillers and, God forbid, surgery and all kinds of other terrible stuff." Exactly. So I mm-hmm. to take these little copays every week. Yes. And go see my chiropractor. Yeah. So. so, do you have any particular like flexibility, mobility things that you do aside from getting rest and and going to you know see a chiropractor?
1: Um, I mean, just the typical, like, uh, do like SMR, you know, foam rolling, stretching, yeah. mm-hmm. um, walking, like, mm-hmm. you know, like just, um, just letting my body heal pretty much, yeah. you know? I hear you. I hear you. That's a big
0: one. So what do you do when you're not training or competing? What other stuff do you like to do?
1: Um, I am a baseball mom yeah <laughs> oh, okay yeah I, um, I'm really big on family like even mm-hmm. like like I said there's a lot of us there's seven of us wow. and I have a lot of nieces and nephews yeah, I was gonna and, say <laughs> yeah so uh, what's funny is I have one son but mm-hmm. my car is a seven seater because <laughs> I love being able <laughs> to take like my nieces and nephews yeah. places, you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm just really big on that. Like when if I'm not training or, you know, it, it's funny, I have like no middle. So it's like I'm training, mm-hmm. I'm doing all this crazy stuff. But when I'm not doing that, I'm just like full on, like just like mom, aunt, like just, yeah you know, laid back, like let's go to the dog park oh what do you guys want to do you know like i just Mm -hmm. i I think because i didn't get a lot of that as a kid like i Mm -hmm. want my son to have those memories and experiences you know like just little stuff comes around Mm -hmm. christmas time they know like auntie venus house we're decorating cookies like i like you know yeah most of your family
0: still lives locally or close to you or
1: sadly my uh my two nieces and my nephew live in Texas with their dad. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's hard. And I have... Uh, yeah. Well, I became an aunt super early. I was going to say, sisters, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I became an aunt when I was four. I'm like, you probably
0: have nieces and nephews that are like your age or not older than you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So- my nephew is like, uh, well, he was born in February. My birthday's in March. So he came oh when goodness. I was four and then I turned five. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's married with his first son on the way in June. And it's just oh like, my
0: gosh,
1: yeah, it's super crazy. Like time is insane. So, yeah, but for the younger ones that still, you know, live close and in, in SoCal,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: they are, they always know like whenever they want party at unto Venus house that's awesome
0: you're the yeah. cool auntie I'm the cool aunt yeah <laughs> uh, right we all think that I'm the cool mom my, my son's like you absolutely are not the cool mom I'm like okay that's fine um so where do you see yourself um you know let's say in five years in, 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 in this sport in five years wait
1: I'm 32 so I'll
0: be 37 which I also cannot believe because I literally was like oh she just finished college that's so cute
1: oh my gosh yeah <laughs> oh let, let me see oh uh, I'm gonna still be throwing I, mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't know how far I don't you know like I don't think it would affect me like not to throw if I'm not as yeah. good you know in the mm-hmm. next five years I'm still gonna be out there um Hopefully, my son will be out there because he's been saying mm-hmm. he wants to like get out there too. But oh, um,
0: taking mommy's footsteps,
1: yeah, because they have like youth starting at fourteen mm-hmm. at some festivals. Oh,
0: so wow. he's been
1: waiting. He's like, I mm-hmm. have another year and I can do youth. But That's awesome. yeah, no, I'm I'm still gonna be out there, uh, still flinging, kicking and throwing, flinging
0: weights. <laughs> yep. So are there any like resources that people if people want to learn more about the sport that you can recommend? Like I said, we'll, you know, you can if you think of any that's fine, but we'll worry about, you know, putting the links in the the actual all that in the show notes. But are there any like Instagram accounts or websites or things that people can kind of take a look at if they want to do some research?
1: Hmm. Um uh clanbacon.org. I think that's their website, but if you go um clan is in to the
0: c-l-a-n, C-L-A-N. oh okay i was like clan that's a little mm, okay no, it, so, clan. no. So, <laughs> but, but before
1: yeah like, no clan with the c before before it went to you know the other one uh mm-hmm. that's how they that's what they called their their family so you belong to oh. like Clan um, yeah. McG- McGregor, or right. you know, like okay, yeah. So they have like their different tartans and stuff like that. Okay, but so clan, um, you
0: said bacon.
1: Yeah. So this organization, they pork. <laughs> as in, like oink, like yeah, like oh, as okay. in clan the bacon, pig. okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they have like a link to like all the practice groups. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So if if you don't find one in your area, you can also hit me up and then I can okay. hit someone up. Um, but yeah, I have to like actually look. It depends. But yeah, uh, no, like I said, we can, guarantee we can though, like. We yeah, can, um, if,
0: definitely find some later and, and add those. Are there any other that you know of any other black women that are that participate or are active in the Highland Games? Because I'm literally yes. like racking my brain. I was like, I, you, you, it as far as I know.
1: um, My sister competes too. No, I'm just, no, yes, but she right. really does. Get out, yeah.
0: really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so cool.
1: Yeah. It's, um... She watched me for like a year and she was like, man, Mm -hmm. that seems like exciting. And and she actually had, I'm going to say ex-friend because this girl was a total hater. And I told Uh her, Jennifer, that that girl's a hater, dropper. Uh But Uh uh, this friend was like, hey, Jen, we should try to do what your sister does. Mm -hmm. And she made all these excuses. And my sister was like, all right, let's go. And so my sister signed up. And then this girl was like having an attitude and like pretty much, was being so negative and talked down to my sister like why would you mm. sign up right now like you're gonna suck and yada yada and I was like, anyways, so my sister's out there uh, she mm-hmm. usually throws in the the women's open group um, and uh, Brittany pryor is uh, she hasn't competed this year, but okay. she is like she, she like shows and throw she's in mm-hmm. the top ten of the women 's elite class like oh, wow. she is okay. You probably know of her, because she, I mean, I was watching her story today, and she mm-hmm. was um, she was getting back into lifting, and she was like, oh, you know, starting, you know, to get the groove back, and she was squatting 445 for five.
0: Goodbye. You know what? Uh-uh. We're not doing She,
1: <laughs> yeah, she is, like, amazing, and she's the sweetest, most, like, humble athlete that I've met, and it's so refreshing, you know, because when you see someone that you look up to... Yeah. And, and they're, you know, and but they're not the same as uh,
0: they appear to be. But
1: Yeah. Like this past uh, competition in Las Vegas, uh, mm-hmm. my husband was talking to her and he was like, I'm sorry if I overstepped, but because uh, she's like really amazing in hammers and she's also a coach. So oh, wow. she okay. came up to me and she was like, hey, like your husband was telling me, you know, you were having difficulty with hammers. And so she took the time out to like give me some cues and like coach oh, that's me.
0: that's awesome.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I was just like, I was super overwhelmed that, yeah. you know, she would do that after the festival. It's a long day and she took the time right. out to do that. But yeah, her name's Brittany Pryor. And um, okay. yeah, check her out. She, she's, she,
0: she's on IG as well?
1: Yes. I okay. will send... Uh, I'll send her a uh, page to you
0: oh awesome okay yeah we'll definitely do that so shout out to you girl um, yep cool well you know like I said that's this is the best way to, to spread the word is you know you know one person finds another and then we see another and then another pops up so you know that that's that's all it takes sometimes so I'm, I'm excited to definitely check her out as well and see if I can find any other folks um, So this is the part of the podcast where I get to ask my random questions and just you know get all in your business and stuff like that. So what is your (laughs) what is your favorite meal?
1: My favorite meal. Mm -hmm. It's gonna seem super basic, but it's pizza.
0: Okay, I'll take it. Like,
1: uh, um, like a meat lovers. Like if it's mm. like uh, real pepperoni, and I'm not talking about like, you know, dominoes or like. Do you guys pizza have? Like, um,
0: da- do you guys have round table in Southern California?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, we got round table. I'm, that uh, those cheesy—they're uh, breadsticks, uh, bomb! Like, sis,
0: I grew up. Oh I grew my- up in the Bay Area, and I grew up on Round Table Pizza. And when I tell you that, every time I go home. And I, that is literally my first stop from the airport. Like, there's just no other pizza in the world like it. It's just my absolute favorite.
1: Whew, took me mm-hmm. back.
0: Yes. Um. <laughs> sorry about that. That was <laughs> never mind. <It's> okay. Um, <laughs> I had a little blackout. <laughs> so, what do you? What? Um, what's on your playlist? Like, your, when you're training, what kind of music do you listen to?
1: Uh, like, what type of workout though? Because I'm so. Um. Ready. When you're. I don't know, do you
0: listen to music when you're throwing? Uh, not sometimes, but not really. Like, okay, so when you're doing, maybe you're doing strength or conditioning or something like that?
1: Um, I have like different moods. So mm-hmm. if, if we're like maxing out, then I'm going to be listening to like something heavy. It's going to be like mm-hmm. hard rock or metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're just doing like a circuit and I'm like trying to stay upbeat, then like I want like, like, 90s, early 2000s, like, rap, hip-hop. Okay. Like I like to say, like, ratchetness. Like, give me some too short, yeah. too live crew. Like you are, listen, you are,
0: <laughs> that is my kind of carrying on, child. You are speaking my language.
1: And I think that's because, like I said, I'm the youngest of seven and my siblings are right. 14 years older than me. So, I was listening to stuff I should have been listening to. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <And, laughs>
1: dancing to duty brown and stuff when i should have oh, been listening goodness. to
0: it oh my goodness yeah ooh, so. you take back i i definitely oh yes child that's 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 my mother said that's my that's my day that's my kind of music um yeah. what color represents your personality the best color hmm as opposed to mm-hmm. what's your favorite color what color represents you
1: I um, think I'm... shoot. I gotta go with, like, black. Okay, if, why? Or is black even considered a color? Because it's absence of color, but... Um, black is a color, look. Because... It, I feel like, even though it's, like, not loud... It's mm-hmm. still like a statement and I mm-hmm. feel like it's considered edgy and mm-hmm. it's considered um, mysterious. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's just. Mm. Mm. Okay, that I'm gonna works. go with that. Yeah, I'm gonna go okay, with that. I like
0: it, I like <laughs> it. <laughs> um, can you name a book that's had a big impact on you or your life? That you've read? Mm.
1: Oh, that's bad. Why can't I can't think of one? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like uh, that's impacted my life. Um, throat. What the heck, Javina? Why can't you think of one of all the books that you read? It's like I, just... I was gonna
0: say I probably should start asking people if they're at, if they're readers before I throw that question at them. <laughs> well, it's it, it's
1: like I graduated college and I was just like forget everything or whatever oh, I books I read in the past. It's like forget
0: this. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? Yeah. You gonna pass on that one? We'll come back to that. I'm not, man, <laughs> Yeah. All right, so. You're on, you're on Soul Train. Okay. It's your turn to go down the Soul Train line. What dance are you doing?
1: Uh, I don't know why, but I took it to like the 70s. Okay. Even before you asked me what dance I was doing, I was kind of <laughs> doing like that. I can't even describe it, but it's like kind of like the, the jump and shake with my arm going up and then coming back down.
0: Like Thelma <laughs> from Good Times.
1: Yeah, like the yeah, okay. you know, come up and snap and but yeah, little hip, hip pop, and then yeah. pop. Okay, I'm telling look, you, I was born look, in the find wrong out decade. You're an old
0: soul. I was gonna say, you I really an old am, soul, girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my gra- my mom's mom, Esa, always told me that when I was like 12, I was just talking to her mid sentence. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Baby, you have an old soul," and I was like, "What does that mean?" And she's, that you know, she kind of explained it. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, yeah. I always say it, I was born in the wrong decade because mm-hmm. that's just
0: where my mind went. hmm Yep. hmm So if you had to pick, like, let's say, you know, a, a different life um, than the one you have now where you were, you know, doing a different kind of work or whatever, like, what what would you be doing?
1: Uh, I, I'd i be heavily involved and... and activism. I, I would mm-hmm. be out there if, if, and I always say like, if I didn't have my son, I, I mm-hmm. would be involved in making sure that people who deserve justice got it and making sure that people, um, weren't discriminated against and, mm-hmm. you know, all, all, all the stuff that's gone wrong. I feel like I'd be like slapped dead in the middle of it.
0: Hmm, interesting. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. Um okay, this is a tough one. I already right, saved this one for last, almost last. You ready? Oh, okay. You, know, you might want to do some deep knee bends, stretch a little bit. Okay. What is the blackest thing you have ever done? The blackest thing? Mm-hmm.
1: What defines that like the blackest thing? Like, um, uh, I'm gonna say, I'll let you define it. (laughs) I don't know, because it's like there are things where people say, like, oh, you're acting this or you're acting that, but it's like, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say not straighten my hair. Okay. For, I like that. I like that. You know, because uh, I'm black and that's that's how I am and that's how mm-hmm. I want to present myself. and. Um, that's a really good it, answer. Yeah, I, I just feel like... Even though, like I said before, even though I'm one person, like mm-hmm. I usually wear my hair in a bun. At first, I used mm-hmm. to wear it out in a, like, just out, like, high puff. Right. But being out in the sun for that long, like, it was yeah. making it, you know, I was like, oh no, sun damage, no. So, right. um, I right. usually, like, uh, braid my hair into a bun mm-hmm. or wear a I like bun. It. But. If there's, you know, little girls, especially little black girls seeing me wearing my natural hair, then they'll be like, okay, they just see it yep. like as a norm instead of, yep. you know, it because that that was a biggie for me growing up yeah. was like hair. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes. I yeah. actually love so. that answer. I would have, you know, I, I think I, when I thought about it, I was saying something completely different, like, you know. Taking hot sauce to the restaurant when I go because they don't have a kind I like. But you know, that was a, <laughs> yours is a much better, much more progressive answer. So I salute you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so my final, my final question for you is: if you had to go back in time and Javina of today. Had to give advice to fifteen-year-old and twenty-one-year-old Javina. What would it be? What advice or tips or whatever would you give them to fifteen-year-old me?
1: I, w- I yeah. would say uh, stop looking for others' validation, especially boys, mm-hmm. men. Like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, focus on you. Uh And being true to yourself. Uh Um, Twenty-one-year-old me, just uh, I would say pretty much the same thing. Don't uh, well, Uh this one was more so towards my family because I or just. You know, not wanting to let them down because I Mm. felt like I already did having my Mm -hmm. son right out of high school. So Mm -hmm. I like jumped on the first college offer that I got instead of kind of like weighing out my options and looking at everything. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely say, you know, do what's going to be best for you, not what you think everyone else wants you to do.
0: I like it. Yeah. I like it. That is very sound advice. That is very sound advice. Do you have any parting words for the people before we get out of here tonight?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. don't be on anyone's time schedule or expectations Mm. on, on on yourself. So Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're looking to, to getting to some, you know, getting into something or like wanting to lose weight or graduate mm-hmm. this class go back to school or whatever don't don't let your your age your race or or however mm-hmm. you identify um, you know get in the way of that you can right. you can do it don't don't feel like you have to be uh, a college grad by this age or marry mm-hmm. by this age or you know look like this to be able to do this activity just do what you want to do right yeah right
0: I like that. I like that. So where can the peoples find you on the internets?
1: Um on Facebook it's mm-hmm. I believe J Thrower. Okay. And it's and the I'll same on the Instagram. Notes. Yeah. Okay. J
0: Thrower. Awesome. Oh, this has been a wonderful conversation. Like I just I, I love you know, having these, these talks where it's just like kind of sitting back and shooting the shit with an old friend. So it definitely felt like that. So thank you. Um, You you. are no longer a guest. You are family. So if you ever want to come back on the podcast and talk about whatever, um, just let me know and we can, we can get it popping. Um, Thank you to everyone who has listened and supported us and listened this evening. Um, You can find us on all the socials um, on Instagram. We're at the chocolate bar podcast on Twitter. We're at the chalk bar podcast. Um, We have a Facebook page that feeds from the Instagram account and website is www.thechocolatebarpodcast.com. Also, you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, Google, um, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple uh, Podcasts, and uh, what was the other one? I think that's it. SoundCloud. I don't know if I said that. Anyway, I'm tired. It's time to go eat. Thank you again. Thank you again for joining us, Dravina. I really appreciate thank it. Thank
1: you. And just and one you more will... thing. Yes. Uh, you're amazing for doing this. Oh you gosh, are amazing thank you. for starting thank this you. because it, it has affected me like so positively and hearing other black women and their experiences like i i mean not feeling like i was the only one in the world like lifting and doing what i do but just to feel like included and and know that like you guys are talking about hair which is a big thing and just talking about you know black women's lives and being you know seen and you know
0: it's a big deal so thank you You, you're amazing thank you sis that means so much to me thank you to everybody love you guys we will see you at the bar Bye bye